So today's the Feast of the Assumption, uh, and this is nearly my last Sunday with you, and I'd like with that to touch on the Assumption with some of my, in a sense, favourite themes. Now, Our Lady's glory in heaven is something that can seem abstract. The word glory might, in a sense, just seem like a word. So I want to try and make that concrete by drawing on the vision that was given to St. Bernadette in Lourdes in 1858. That in the series of visions St. Bernadette had, what she was shown, among other things, was the beauty of Our Lady. And she talked a lot about the beauty of Our Lady when she described her visions. She said, she was gracious and smiling. Years later, she'd recall her eyes were blue. So beautiful that when you've seen her once, you can't wait to die and see her again. When you've seen her, you can't love this world anymore. And again, speaking of her beauty, ah, if men only knew, if sinners only knew. And after those series of visions, St. Bernadette would complain through her life long that she, she never found a statue that the beauty of it did justice to Our Lady. Now I want to comment on this, on her, the beauty of Our Lady, on a level that's both simple and technical. That at a simple level, the beauty of Our Lady in heaven is exactly what we'd expect. That the Lord's vision identified Our Lady as the Immaculate Conception, that she was born full of grace, she lived full of grace, she was sinless, immaculate in her soul, and it's kind of only natural that her body should therefore be immaculate, a beautiful thing too. But we can think of it a little more technically as well, and it teaches us something for ourselves. So theology tells us that the soul is the form of the body. And philosophy says that each thing has a matter and a form, and that the matter of a thing has to be proportionate to the form. So a chair, you can't make a chair out of jelly. You've got to make a chair out of something firm, like wood or metal. That the, the matter of the thing has to be proportionate to its form. Well, at a human level, what that means is that when our bodies are remade, when we're given a glorified, new, resurrected body at the end of time, that body will be proportioned to our soul, to what our soul has become. So while we live in this world, we all have faces that are different, that each, you know, each person's face distinguishes them from somebody else. And at the end of time, when we are resurrected in the final uh, resurrection of the dead, and we're each given a body that isn't the same body we had on this world, in this life that is glorified, transfigured, that the body we're given 
will be a body appropriate for our soul, appropriate for the soul that, in a sense, we have made and formed in this world. And the degree of our glory in heaven, well, the measure of that glory will, very simply, the measure of merit is the measure of love that we've had on earth. If you've lived this life, if you end this life with a soul that you have made to be a soul full of love, a great soul, a beautiful soul full of love, well then at the end of time, the the glorified body you will receive will be a beautiful, loving body for your beautiful, loving soul. Now, thinking back to Our Lady, Our Lady was full of grace, as the angel declared her. She cooperated with grace all through her life, which means that we say she grew in grace. Now, how can something be full of grace and yet grow in grace? Well, if you imagine a cup full, well, if it becomes bigger and is still full, then it's full all the time, but it still grows. And that's what Our Lady was like. She was conceived full of grace, but because all through her life she didn't cast that grace aside, but she cooperated with the Lord's plan in each moment of her life, she was both full of grace at the beginning and grew in grace, so that her soul became increasingly beautiful, even though it would have started out beautiful that the Lord would have made her with a beautiful body to begin with, and yet by the time of the end of her earthly life, it would have been, her soul would have been even more beautiful, and as she was taken up and glorified in heaven, well, it's only to be expected that when St. Bernadette described her, she described a woman of beauty. So to draw that to a conclusion, thinking of ourselves, well, if we, if we would be beautiful in heaven, then we need to live a life as she did, cooperating with grace on earth, living a life of love on earth. That we can experience kind of, even in this world, someone who is, kind of has a beautiful soul, that we kind of see that in a, graceful state of how they carry and use their body and it will be even more perfectly matching in the next world and coming back to saint bernadette that's what we see in the lord's apparition and what all kinds of different visions of our lady they all describe a beautiful woman her eyes were blue she was so beautiful because she was and is the Immaculate Conception.